0: Over. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dillcast, episode seven, I believe. Last episode, I erroneously said it was episode five. Um, today, it's going to be a little bit different. Uh, once again, Stewart is on a on his trip, taking a vacation. So. Uh, I decided to do something a little bit different today. Today, we're actually going to do a a Dilbert podcast. Um, um, So joining me... Oh, I should introduce myself. I'm Gob. Joining me is Grail. Hello! And uh, she is my wonderful wife. And joining me is my wonderful (laughs) father-in-law... Chris,
1: we called that before.
0: <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so uh, I, I brought them on here today because, um, unlike me, I, I know very little about Dilbert. Uh, the these two actually uh, enjoy Dilbert or have well, enjoyed Dilbert we, in the we past. We used
2: to read Dilbert every Sunday in the funny papers, and. Uh, you know, as time went on, we watched the show, and then uh, after the—I don't know if the comic is still going. It is. The but, comics um, uh,
0: still going. That's which is a surprise to me. It's amazing. Yeah.
2: Uh, but I used to buy you those day calendars, Dad. He did every yeah. every year. Yeah. And uh, now we do peanuts or something else because Scott Adams is a right wing nut.
0: So I've just. I've I've just learned about this actually, it's and
2: apparently a licensed hypnotist. We learned.
0: Yeah, that's that blows my mind. Which
2: I, I don't want to get hypnotized by him into thinking his comics are are good now.
0: You sure it hasn't already begun? Oh no! Maybe that's why you enjoyed them in the first my place. My
2: mind has been warped.
0: Maybe that's why you're doing a podcast. Yeah, it could be. Yes. He's,
2: he's trained us.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: But Dad, you you uh, read the comics in the eighties and nineties, I guess.
1: Yeah, I'm about three hundred years old now, so I, I, <laughs> I remember I remember them when they first came out, and uh, I remember the popularity, and uh, worked in a in a in a manufacturing company where they had a lot of engineers. Oh wow! And um, therefore, the the Dilbert comics were very apropos. I see. And. Um, I used to, I, I for for years and years and years, right up until the time I retired, I had Dilbert cartoons hung up in my office.
0: That's right, yeah.
2: To, to dunk on all the all those uppity engineers. Dunk that you on worked. all the
1: uppity engineers. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had a constant battle with them, and it was uh, it was useful.
2: And uh, the other day when we were talking about it, you were also mentioning just the overall office culture. Yeah. At the time, and how Scott Adams was sort of commenting he, on the. He, he nailed it.
0: Yeah,
1: he absolutely nailed it. Um, it was it was a time when uh, uh, the American manufacturing companies began to realize that they were getting dumped on by uh, the Japanese. Oh, uh, interesting! Those Japanese completely, completely, uh, they were wiping the floor with us, and they were doing it with quality. Mm-hmm. Mm. And you'll see throughout the Dilbert cartoons that you you read that there's there's um, uh references to quality um uh programs that the uh, were forced down upon the employees by the management above like uh in
2: sort of a vague way like put up a qual, put up a banner that says we care about quality
1: exactly <laughs> yeah it
2: doesn't really mean anything but and it, it doesn't do anything but it uh, makes the investors uh, happy
1: Makes the investors happy it makes the customers happy as they walk around and, and get a fuzzy feeling but um uh, eventually, they become part of the furniture, and uh, nothing really changes.
2: Now, did you feel like? Well, obviously, you lived you lived in Britain for many years <laughs> as a British person. Obviously, yeah. uh, and did you work in the office environment in Britain and notice a difference in that sort of environment versus the American office environment that Dilbert was based on? That's a
1: good question. Um,
2: yeah, the, uh,
1: the office environment really in England reminded me of the Office
2: the The British office, British office. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, which you've told me many times that you cannot watch.
1: I can't watch; it's too disturbing. Yeah, too disturbing disturbingly accurate. Yeah. Oh God. (laughs) And it takes me back to a time when I didn't really enjoy myself that much at work. Yeah. Understandably. Yeah.
2: The color palette really says it all for that show. <laughs> it's very grey and <laughs> yeah. yeah Ricky Gervais's character is constantly saying inappropriate things and, and making exactly everyone right uncomfortable. Too.
1: That's exactly right, Tony. So the boss who would do that. Oh, oh nice. no
2: And uh so the, the 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 British office environment is more like, how do I get out of here? Yeah. Whereas the Dilbert, or the American office environment is sort of like Dilbert in that it's, what is it? Is it more jovial or? uh, It's more
1: jovial. It's good people trying to do the best thing they can under the circumstances of getting, again, dumped on by their management.
2: Yeah. Who may or may not be bald with a pointy haircut.
1: (laughs) They're all bald with pointy haircuts. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh. It was just uh, yeah, Dilbert Dilbert really 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 hits the nail on the head at least in those days. Yeah, I I haven't read it so much recently.
2: Scott Adams, I think he's uh, maybe lost lost touch with all his with all his Dilbert money. I don't know. Allegedly, allegedly, he's lost touch. Do you want me to add that? At
1: the the time he was he was making these cartoons, he was actually still working in in an engineering environment. Yeah, that's interesting. And he did so for a long time. Uh, and didn't want to leave it, as I understand, because he didn't want to lose his material.
2: Yeah, and they eventually caught on to him and said, Scott, you're out.
1: <laughs> laid him off. And he said, and... don't
2: fire me! <laughs> don't fire me! Uh, <laughs> uh, but okay. yeah, maybe, maybe just, I mean, obviously, he probably, after a certain point, didn't need that job anymore. Oh, God. By the time he got laid off yeah. or fired or whatever. But it's true, I feel like back in the day when I was reading Dilbert, I could, uh, I obviously did not work in an office at that time in the 90s because oh. I was in elementary school, in middle school. But you could kind of get a sense of what it was like to work in an office and why Dilbert lived in a kind of a frustrating environment sometimes. And, but the people he was working with were funny and they were kind of goofy.
0: Right, yeah.
1: Yeah, and it was very much like, like that. Yeah. And this particular cartoon that we're looking at today, you know, it refers to the tie. Right, which because you had no, to wear back in the day. Nobody 90s. wears ties nowadays, but in those days, we all did.
2: I remember you transitioning out of the tie, and I was kind of feeling uh, conflicted about it because uh, I, I liked the tie. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I used. To, I, I spent six months shaking.
2: Yeah. Well,
1: from withdrawal symptoms.
2: Because yeah. <laughs> you used to... Oh, no. I remember sitting on, on the bed watching you get ready for work in the morning, some mornings, because oh. I used to wake up early back then. Not so much anymore. Certainly not anymore. Uh, But you would put on your tie, and you'd have your whole flippy-dippy yeah. Yeah. thing, and I would uh, be wondering <laughs> which which tie you would pick. They were all...
1: Ugly. They're all boring, yeah. <laughs> I've still got most of them. Hang
2: yeah, on. I, I noticed you still have all those ties that you're never, ever going to wear again.
1: Absolutely covered in dust.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, maybe the cat can play with them. Maybe,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Um, so what we usually do, uh, speaking of this comic that we're looking at, uh, what we usually do on the podcast, me and Stuart, uh, we... The goal of this podcast is to go through every single Dilbert strip from the beginning until the end. Are you serious? We're absolutely gonna do this.
2: <laughs> yeah, Stuart I think said in the first episode that they're gonna die reviewing Dilbert still. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm I'll be a I'll be a skeleton <laughs> and my skull jaw'll be clacking and have to make out morse code yeah dilbert reviews <laughs> based on my clacks yeah. <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i'm sure you'll still have an audience yeah yeah <laughs> Certainly. all right so the the comic that we're looking at right now is from saturday april 22nd 1989
2: wow. do you remember that date dad you were probably <laughs> taking baby videos of me
0: i probably was yeah
2: we were just going through a bunch of old VHSs that my dad was digitizing in which I do kind of... I kind of flop around on the floor. I try to eat all the cords. And in
1: April, you were, you were crawling by then, yeah. Yeah.
2: So, very riveting content, much like this Dilbert cartoon.
1: <laughs> and this Dilbert uh, podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> all 12 viewers are at the edge of their seats here <laughs> and about my baby videos. So, um,
0: I'm, I usually do uh the voices of these characters when i'm doing these but since i I have two guests i like to offer the roles of dogbert and and dilbert to you two well
2: my dad certainly doesn't want to do a goofy voice so he can do uh dogbert
0: all right all right so dogbert
1: and dilbert are sitting around a table yeah uh, with a bowl on it and dogbert says I don't quite understand what scientific principle you intend to discover with a bowl of soup and a necktie.
2: I'm testing the strange attraction between staining liquids and new ties.
0: Dilbert seems to be adjusting his tie in this second panel, and you see the bowl on the table... It's reacting. It's <laughs> reacting. strange bowl of, of liquids. Soup, presumably. So and it's, it scoops towards Dilbert <laughs> and... F-
1: Flops up against his tie with a foosh. Foosh. (laughs) And Dogbert says, I wonder how Newton missed this little gravitational oddity.
2: Dilbert says, He didn't wear a necktie. Well, I actually, I, I like this comic more now than I, I've actually paid attention to it, because uh, the other day when I read it, I actually did not, because I'm so observant and uh, and actually a professional uh, graphic designer, I totally missed the fact that the bowl uh, zipped over to his tie. Are you serious? I seriously did miss that, so... Kudos to me. Uh, <laughs> but this comic is much funnier. It
0: did take me a couple of reads. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, okay. That's what happened. So I was trying to figure out, like. Uh,
2: Needless what- to say, the audience in 1989 was probably more uh, sophisticated than I am. Well, a
0: lot more tuned
1: to it because that's exactly what would happen every time you wear a new tie.
2: Oh, especially to you.
1: <laughs> especially to me. Yeah, good grief.
2: You eventually had to start investing in stain-resistant shirts. Because every time you wear a collared shirt, something happens to you. They're
1: resistant everything. Yeah. Like sofas, chairs.
2: <laughs> You're just a mess.
1: <laughs> oh, my God.
2: Uh, unfortunately, I inherited that quality. It's,
1: uh, to, something to do with being British, I suppose. I
2: suppose uh, so. Just gaffs, gaffs follow. you. I'm sure Stuart could probably uh, clarify or uh, give comment to that. Huh. <laughs> Maybe he's neat. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, after this uh, reading, we typically give a... Uh, what do we do? A ra- uh,
0: yeah, we give the, the comics a rating. Now, these, these ratings are as accurate as um, uh, whose line is it anyway points. So just, we just arbitrary. Kind of arbitrary, yeah. I, uh, and I, I, I've i been kind of grading this on a scale of... of uh, well, it's a scale from 1 to 10. Um, 10 being... This is the funniest thing you've ever read. And one being that this is the worst. This actually made my day worse reading it. <laughs> so, uh, how, how do you how do you two feel about this one? I give it about a five. All right. It's about a...
2: Well, uh, I was going to give it a five, but now I'm going to give it extra points because I missed the, missed the magnetic <laughs> soup. So, I'm giving myself a minus two, and I'm giving this uh, comic a seven. Seven? Good
0: lord. I'm yeah. going to split the difference and give it a 6. Uh yeah, I I'm, I'm kind of trying to remember what I gave the first I I tend to like these Dilbert comics when um they're kind of goofing around. There's some sort of invention or some sort of uh, experiment involved so far. So far Dilbert I don't think he's actually gone to work in the comic. So I'm very much looking forward to that.
2: So far, he's just a guy in a tie. He's
0: a guy in a tie, possibly a scientist with <laughs> a talking dog who hates his guts.
2: Yeah, that's that's an interesting point, actually, because the first comics were just Dilbert and Dogbert hanging out, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you don't see him in the office, but Dilbert is an office comic to most people.
0: Right, yeah. And in its infancy, you know, we just have a, a depressed possible scientist man and his his mischievous uh dog who
2: for just... some reason wears glasses
0: yeah i love that fact by the way yeah. like they're both kind of um i don't know nerdy they're they're each they're so much alike but they're each other's worst enemy i suppose
2: yeah like dogbert is like the shadow self of bilbert somehow mmm <laughs> Uh, I I always thought it was interesting that there's a dog Bert and a cat Bert and a rat Bert, but rat Bert doesn't wear glasses. I'm a, no, really? Nah, yeah, I noticed yeah.
0: that. I'm not aware of this cat Bert or rat Bert. I'm very. Uh, I've got a lot of catching up to do.
2: Well, I didn't mean to spoil this important plot point, you, but there is a cat Bert, and uh, spoiler alert: he is evil, and he works uh, in HR. HR, yeah, which, Gasp.
1: which is appropriate.
2: Yeah. Or I think Dogbert is more like an evil consultant.
0: Oh, I who see. Who you can
2: begrudgingly respect because he, you know, he's in it for himself and he's playing the boss and making him look stupid.
0: Yeah. That's. Do you have a uh, a favorite character?
2: I like Wally. Wally. Because I I identify. I think I became a Wally.
0: Who is Wally?
2: Wally's an idiot who doesn't <laughs> know how to do anything at work and just sort of coasts along. <laughs> And as a graphic designer, I can relate to that. Nice. Uh, but I also like the lady with the pointy the pointy hair. I forget who, who, who. Uh, The
0: the yeah. I think I've seen her as, yeah. like, triangular. Triangular yeah. head. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I guess I like her because, I don't know, she's a lady in the office, and, you know, <laughs> she reminds me of a lot of friends that I have.
0: Okay, all right. How about you, Chris? Do you have a... I,
1: I, I like Wally as well, but... Um... I was called Wally in the office. Not, oh, okay. Uh, because of Dilbert, um, by my engineering compadres. Ah, oh, yes, yes. Uh, one of whose name, one of whom's name was William. So he was Willie, and I was Wally, and uh, we had a constant battle going on. <laughs> Sounds like fun. One of my favorite Dilbert cartoons was was Dilbert and 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 this other. Uh, nerdy character looking at each other and Dilbert says are you an engineer and the nerdy character says no I'm a moron common mistake
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that, sick burn
1: that, that graced my office for about 20 years oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, my goodness
2: that's a good one um, but yeah those characters haven't actually arrived yet so we're, we're dropping more spoilers more hot Dilbert yeah. spoilers on this podcast yeah. Um, but, uh, I, I'm sad to say that I've known a couple of, uh, pointy headed bosses too. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm I think, I, t- I think those, one. yeah, some of those tend to, <laughs> you, you became one. <laughs> so I, I, it's interesting. So de- as a, as somebody who became a boss for many people over the years, how do you feel about the depiction of the pointy haired boss? Very appropriate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you feel any sympathy for him?
1: Oh, you could definitely associate with him. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's got his own bosses, so he's he's in the middle.
2: Yeah, so he's trying to please everyone with the with everyone. the quality. Well, he doesn't
1: try and please the people underneath him. He well, just, yeah, doesn't care about. Them. He's
2: less concerned about that. Yeah. More more in the sense that he wants to g- give the sense that people can be happy yeah, <laughs> if right. they work hard enough. Right. <laughs> give them something to work towards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that sort of middle middle management character is a uh, is a good uh, uh funny character that they uh, do a good job of making fun of throughout the series that I really like too. Ah,
0: I see, I see. So you mentioned that you used to watch the uh, the animated series. Um, yeah. What were your thoughts on that? I have seen.
2: I don't remember it very well, but I can I can I have a memory of watching the first couple of episodes. And Dad, you commented that. Uh, they went really off of what the comic was about and got more into like weird stuff so that they could show off the animation.: Oh yeah, OK. It was more like it, it got more like sci-fi or fantasy yeah. a little bit and less about the actual office environment. I
0: prefer the cartoon. the comic. Uh, comic.: yeah. Comics right yeah, I understand.
2: But it did have an opening uh, animation and music that we listened to the other day by Danny Elfman. Which That's was
1: right. like. <laughs>
2: which I thought was pretty good. It's
0: pretty good. Invitation. I'll do that
2: next time you want to do a Scott Sounds Adams like you're... beatbox.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs>
2: right,
0: I stopped just so you could. All right. That was wonderful.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if I do that too much, I might pass out.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like it's very painful. <laughs>
2: it's hard on the throat. But I did like that uh, kind of opening sequence. And I did like just the individual characters in the show. I remember being, uh, just because as a kid, I was more inclined to watch the show than to read the cartoons in the funny papers. Because uh, much like today, I don't care for reading very much. So I <laughs> I liked the format of the animation. And you know, the characters came across very well, and that's why I liked Wally. Because huh. he was kind of a dum dum in the cartoon too. Well, I'm very
0: much looking forward to him showing up in the comic.
2: Yeah, once you guys catch up with the actual paper comic, you can watch the cartoon and talk about how how uh, mediocre that is.
0: At the rate you're going, it should be about two years from now. <laughs> yeah, fantastic.
2: <laughs> every day, every day new comic.
0: Every day a new comic. Every day new. you gotta start doing these. Eight a day, if we ever want to catch up. Eight podcasts a day. Oh, God. Help me out. Yeah. <laughs> well,
2: We'll just observe.
0: Yeah. Well.
2: So, John, do you want to plug plug your and Stuart's comics? Yes,
0: yes, absolutely. Um, well, uh, my comic is the, the one I'm working on right now. It's called Please Forgive Me. I do it with my buddy, Yosef. Uh, the website is p l z the number four g i v e dot m e so it's like please for give dot me <laughs> yes uh, and uh, Stewart's comic uh, he's not here he his comics called Mary Hell uh, Mary Hell Stewart's mm-hmm. also on other podcasts such as uh, uh, anime animaniacs and a chat or something like that I, I forgive me Stuart. i'm butchering this and you'll have to come back and i'll let you plug your stuff throughout an entire po- podcast to make up for it one <laughs> podcast will just be you promoting your other things well uh thank you so much um uh, for joining us, it's been a, a wonderful time, and uh, thank you, Grail, and and thank you, Chris, for for sharing your Dilbert experiences.
2: Thank you for having us on. And uh, while my dad doesn't have anything to plug, I'm sure he'll plug his favorite uh, football team.
1: Oh, Portsmouth!
2: <laughs> Absolutely,
1: the season starts this weekend.
2: All and right. what about Manchester United? Manchester United. United Those are the your weekend two guys, right? afterwards. Yeah. Oh my God, it's going to be a busy summer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, I have nothing to plug. You can find yourself. I'm on Twitter, Grayley Toast. Grayley
0: Toast. I'm not. I don't like Twitter. <laughs> I'm 300 years old. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks, you take care. Oh, my, the catchphrase. Uh, we'll see you same Dilbert time, same Dilbert crime. Yeah. Doesn't make, uh, like a sense. I just <laughs> found two words that rhymed and prayed.
2: This, this podcast is a Dilbert crime to Scott Adams.
0: There you go. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.